Welcome to episode 9 of the Brand Social Podcast. Today we're talking to Ash Price, who is an independent designer. Enjoy the show. Hey man. Hey dude. You alright? Yeah, good man. How are you? Yeah, not bad. Not bad. Yeah. What have you been up to? Uh, what have I been up to? That's a good, that's a good question. Um, same as last week. <laughs> just like learning about reels and stuff. Like I'm just filming bits on printing and stuff like that. So trying to make Instagram a bitch again. <laughs> <laughs> How are you? What have you been up to? Uh, it's been a bit of a blur the last week, few days. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um it wasn't a blur because it was exciting, it's just everything's just kind of melded into one sort of thing. But um yeah. What have I done? Done a lot of admin. That's what I've yeah. been doing. Yeah. I um I also launched uh an ad set today. Oh yeah. Because I kind of just want to see what the ads are doing. Yeah. Because last time we tried it, like obviously, you know, I've talked about it before, mm. saying that, you know, we'd completely pulled the ads because we were doing really well on email marketing. Um, and we're still doing really well on email marketing. But um, I was like, I just want to kind of test the waters. So mm. just put it on a low budget, really low budget. Um, mm. I just want to see what it does, see kind of what the reach is and who it's hitting, what the click-through yeah. rate is and stuff like that. Um, so obviously if it works on a tiny budget, it's going to work on something decent. So yeah. What sort of buds have you put out? It's literally just general, mate. It's just really, really broad targeting. I just want to see it's really nothing too specific. Yeah. There's a few, there's a few bits of targeting in there, but nothing, nothing mad. Just gone for the really basic stuff um just to see kind of how it's received because as yeah. well like, i mean we haven't done any ads since we released like pretty much all of the new shit mm. so even if like you know probably a lot of our follower base probably aren't seeing the new shit mm. um so even if it's just for that yeah then yeah i guess it's uh it's worth it isn't it but We'll see. We'll see. They've, they've literally just been approved like five minutes ago, so too early to tell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, five minutes is a bit like give yeah. it a couple of weeks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So you know, I'll, I'll give it give it four or five days, and if it's looking okay, um, and it's not in learning, then uh, yeah, we'll push it and maybe increase the budget a bit. Yeah, but yeah, just got to see. Just got to wait and see. The thing with ads, isn't it? Is uh, when you go in and start chopping and changing shit and everything, it just fucking puts it back to zero. And it's just, yeah, yeah. I made that mistake before, but it's, you know, I just wanted to see what it does with the, you know, the kind of generic targeting and stuff and stuff that has worked prior to the iOS 14 update. Yeah. So we have got Ash Price on today. So I think right at the beginning, obviously, we talked about getting a designer on. Mm. Um, somebody who's done quite a bit of work in in our particular niche. Yeah. 
Um, he's done a lot of work for, you know, some of the really big brands mm. in our niche, you know, your bad Mondays and shit like that. Yeah. So, yeah, <laughs> should be good. It's going to be yeah. good to have a chat and find out what he's all about. And yeah, but he is waiting. Cool. Let's get him in. Yep. Yeah, well. Hey, man. Hey, man. Yo. How's this things? Is, this is the first Zoom meeting I've done properly. So I've just set up like all of the camera and audio and stuff. So yeah. Yeah, let me know. Hear me all good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like it. You must be the only person in the UK that hasn't done a proper Zoom meeting before. Honestly, <laughs> honestly, as I said, like I don't really do face to face stuff, really. <clears throat> the majority of it is literally just messaging, just text stuff. So yeah uh, yeah i think i did one zoom call last year um that was with a guy that was doing uh and so uh, and soda drinks company okay. they were basically putting out a campaign so they basically got everyone involved to uh to video call so that was my first ever time doing zoom and this is my second so fair enough <laughs> Honestly, I'm I'm quite a recluse, so I don't really do a lot of uh, a lot of video stuff. But you know, it's to my mum FaceTime or something. Yeah, (laughs) just just pretend we're your mum, mate. It's all right. It's all chilled. (laughs) How's things, mate? Bob or something. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, man. Yeah, doing good. Okay. What um, what have you been up to? Moving, as you know. Mm-hmm. yeah man i was um yeah we moved about three weeks ago so it's kind of all a bit up in the air at the moment really but you know yeah. i'm set up now all it was really was the broadband to get set up and then you know it's it feels a bit more like home which is strange but it's surprising how much a broadband connection actually helps yeah honestly like everything like even we got like the Philips Hue lights and just being able to control like you know a nice nice lighting in a room or turn the lights down or just little things like that or turn lazy stuff really like turning off the fan with with Siri or something but it's just (laughs) just little um you know convenient yeah so you, you were you were basically a caveman for a couple of weeks then Basically, I just sat in a corner, <laughs> just weeping, just trying to start a fire. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll be doing that soon, no doubt. But yeah, oh, fair yeah. enough, mate. Fair enough. Um, yeah, well, going? thank you. For... Yeah, yeah, we're we're all good, mate. We're all good. Yeah. Where yeah. are you? Where whereabouts in UK are you? Uh, so I'm in uh, I'm in Sussex, just outside of Brighton. Okay. I'm over in Cheltenham. Cheltenham. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah, Gloucester. Wait, it's nice, Cheltenham. I've been there a couple of times. Yeah. Yeah, I went, uh, actually, I went quite a while ago, actually. I stayed with a mate, he was at um, uni. Oh, yeah. Um, Whereabouts did you go to? I couldn't tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I know we went into town. I don't know if we went into like, um, is, is there like an old clock tower or some kind of, uh, some kind of like, uh, I don't know, indoor mall type thing or oh yeah 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 like the like the big like fish 
Maybe. I'm not honestly can't remember. That's one of the only like kind of memories I have. I got I got my nose pierced in like a little um uh like holistic piercing. Oh like a little zebra print shop. A what? Like a, a shop like zebra print on the front of it. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. This... You know what I mean? It was, it was like a like a kind of like spiritual lady. Yeah, it's this definitely the one I'm thinking of. <laughs> you had a piercing there. Nah, no oh. way. <laughs> oh, right. honestly, I had it for a long time. It was it was decent enough, bit of an impromptu thing, but um, yeah, that was that's pretty much my story about Cheltenham. But nice. Yeah, whereabouts where are you now, mate? I'm in Essex. You're in Essex. Yeah, um, yeah. Do you know Essex? Uh, I can't say I've ever been to be honest, mate. No. Have you been to Essex, Ruth? No, no, I'm. Yeah, no, I'm not been. <laughs> Rube's a bit of a hermit. Yeah, no, he doesn't go anywhere. Yeah, no, no. no, no, not particularly. Like, I went to Birmingham on the weekend, but oh, sick! What'd you do? Like, yeah, uh, like just went to go see a mate. Just waiting so, for a mate. Yeah, yeah. Sick. What did you do? Yeah, man, I just chilled, like played some Xbox and that. Like, what did you play? Yeah, man. Uh, we played uh, <laughs> we played Fortnite. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm not like massively into games, but uh, I my don't wife is. Play. I don't, but my wife plays a lot of games. Oh, really? Yeah. So I kind of I'm more of an observer. Like I enjoy watching as if I'm watching like a show or something. Yeah. yeah. Like she plays. She's been playing. Um, what's the space game? Where you go like it's like different solar systems and oh, oh um something it, man? Uh, uh, oh um i know which the, the one you're on about uh, yeah I, no no, uh, no man's sky yeah that's it yeah yeah no, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. you were playing it a while back um but where we didn't have broadband she couldn't play online games no. she was going back to that just to like explore and whatever and i can just get well into it i could just sit there and <laughs> absorb it to be honest yeah. yeah. To be honest though, that's one game that I just kind of watch and I'm like, yeah. I have no fucking idea what's going on. Like, <laughs> like pressing all these different menus and like just walking up to a random guy almost like she knows what to do. And I'm just like, fair enough. <laughs> I play Rocket League every now and again. But other than that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. What'd you play? Uh, yeah, I'm a, I'm a PS4 guy. Um, and what am I playing at the minute? I've just finished Red Dead 2 for the third time, I think. Oh, really? Yeah. And then before that, I finished The Last of Us 2 for the fourth time. That's good. I enjoyed yeah. it. Yeah. As Last I say, when I say I enjoyed it, I literally mean just watching. Yeah. I haven't, yeah. I haven't seen my wife play Red Dead Redemption, but I've watched her play through Elden Ring quite a lot. Oh, yeah. She's, yeah, she, when that came out, she just absolutely blasted through that. Like, she was just. I don't think we spoke for about two months. <laughs> I'm going to say it's a lot of gameplay to get through. Elden Ring. I think she had about 24 hours within like a week or something like that. Fucking hell. That's what I mean. Like she can get so solid into it and it's yeah. pretty admirable, but it's not something that I can kind of do. <laughs> no, no, fair enough, man. I much prefer what, but yeah. Nice, so man. yeah, you went to Birmingham to play Fortnite. Yeah, yeah, we played some Fortnite, yeah. Yeah, it was a bit, bit just like chilling like 
I suggested downloading Resident Evil, but I didn't get there. <laughs> that was, they always shit me up. Obviously, I played Resident Evils when I was young, but. Oh, mate, like, I'm not a gamer by any means, but those, like, they're, they're like, close to my heart. Like, all of them. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, man. Yeah, like, man. Like, mate, like the, the remake of Four's coming out next March. I'm like, oh, wow. Uh, proper excited for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Remakes like, are sick. There's quite a lot yeah. coming out yeah, now, isn't it? Isn't there like a new Final Fantasy or something? Uh, I think so. I'm sure, there, I'm sure there was like a new like a remake of Final Fantasy, or I could be wrong. Who knows? So they must have. They must have done so many releases of Final Fantasy. Isn't yeah. there like fucking fourteen of them or something? At least something like that. Fourteen or fifteen. There was a time when my, my wife was like really into the online. Um, <clears throat> Final Fantasy. That was sick, actually. That was cool watching because they'd yeah, yeah. Little, their own little faction and whatever, and they'd kind of build houses and kind of go on quests together. I don't know if they're yeah. raids in Final Fantasy. I talk honestly. I talk. I can talk about games as if I'm a full grown gamer, but <laughs> I literally sit down and I play Rocket League once a month. Yeah, and, and that's about it. But I do get quite passionate. But... <laughs> fair enough man fair enough well um thank you for coming on mate cheers before for we... no no you're more than welcome mate before we kind of jump into interrogating you it's not gonna be interrogation tomorrow um do you want to kind of tell us who you are and what you do it feels so formal it's less formal after this question don't worry I feel like i need to see it like <laughs> you'll be with you like I work, I work well in teams. Where's your tie? Oh shit! <laughs> I think we need to get black casting couch out. Uh, <laughs> I don't even have anything that represents a tie. Been <laughs> good otherwise, but no, I could probably pull a leaf off of the like the plant or something, but that's not very fair, is it? So yeah, I am Ash and i do plenty of things including designs for various companies and organizations bands products that's the majority of my day-to-day happenings really that's pretty much 90 percent of my life is just sitting down staring at my laptop which i wouldn't have it any other way so yeah so so how did you get into designing the Nash? I don't know. It's a difficult one. These are kind of like questions I've been running through my head. Like, mm-hmm. you know, when you're just kind of like in the shower and I'm thinking, if they ask me, like, how did I get into it or whatever, I'm like, <laughs> what would I say? Because it sounds, if I say, oh, you know, from a young age, I was drawing. Yeah. <laughs> it's a bit like cliche, but I didn't really get into it as such. I've just always... I guess through school, I was just always into um, drawing and band merchandise and being in bands, you know, going to shows and just obviously when you're growing up, I'm sure it's exactly the same for you two. You you go to shows and like you're seeing bands and like you're appreciating the artwork on the albums and the merchandise yeah. and banners at the back of shows and just all of that kind of stuff. And I guess yeah. you just absorb it and going into, I, I think it was, I was probably about 13 or so. And I was in um, 
just a, a little band that me and my friends had started. Um, what were you called? Huh? What were you called? Halo of Hazards. Halo of Hazards. So it was. Oh. It was. It was like we really. Uh, what's the word? It kind of it shits on it to say that we really thought we were, you know, the dog's bollocks. But you know, when you're thirteen, you just, you know, you get stuck in. You have fun. But um, yeah, that was the first time I think that I designed our t-shirt. Just a simple kind of logo, just like H-O-H, and it was done in like a a gothic time, kind of thorn-looking thing. Mm. Um, and then from that, I guess from college and upwards, just doing drawings here and there, starting different merch companies or um, just clothing, just making T-shirts, selling to friends, um, doing designs for flyers like local hardcore shows just some proper, <clears throat> proper like crude kind of sketches on photoshop or whatever what else yeah that's that's pretty much it really just kind of just gradually you know you just design it's just been natural for me really i know if i've wanted to sell a t-shirt it makes more sense for me to just do it myself mm and do it all in one but it is difficult to to design and run obviously yeah and you know full well it's like a lot yeah <laughs> yeah it's, a, it's like, a bit full on at times it's yeah. uh it's you know it's good though it's it, it's like any other job that you kind of say job but kind of any other you thing that you're it you're, makes sense doesn't it like business yeah it, it it is a job it is a business but it kind of like at the same time like when you're enjoying it it doesn't feel like work does it yeah of course i think that's what i'm getting at it's yeah yeah, yeah i think that was kind of goes on to to the next question we were going to ask which was how you kind of came up with your style because you've obviously got a very recognizable style the way you design the majority of your designs for for merchant clothing and things like that how how did that come about? I couldn't say. Maybe, I don't know, maybe just kind of traditional tattoo inspired. Um, I've got a squeaky chair, by the way, so you might constantly hear. <laughs> it's all right. I'm just kind of moving about, but how did it come about? I don't know. I guess I've always growing up been interested in um, pop culture bright colors, you know, kind of like the, the cute stuff, Pokemon, um, cartoons, um, cartoon network, you know, it's always like big solid lines and loads of, you know, bright colors and just, just fun stuff basically. So I suppose that mixed with just growing up and being around, um, you know, getting tattoos from, traditional tattoo shops I suppose um having people around me with that style of art as well on them yeah honestly it's just just a mixture I guess and I've just kind of it's I try not to think about it too much really I think when yeah. I when I think about it too much it it makes it I've never thought oh, I'm gonna make this style as such I've just kind yeah. of done solid bold fun stuff that um looks looked borderline ignorant if that's the right word it looks like 
there's a there's a lot of stuff in my designs where it might not be accurate mm-hmm. uh, there might be something out of proportion or yeah someone's i don't know you know something might be at a, the, the wrong angle or whatever but mm. i just you know have fun with it and say that's what it is that's how it's that's how it's turned out and that's it really so yeah because i mean your your kind of style does to me anyway it stands out as like a a mashup of like almost like pop art and tattoo art yeah man that's literally well that's that's all i could really say that's how i've said before in the past when people have said to me like um you know what is what's your your style or whatnot it always feels obviously it has to be spoke about to some Mm. extent but it always feels um wrong to kind of talk about it in a style if that makes sense i know you have like musicians and stuff and they'll say you know i'm in like a, a rock band or i'm um a folk artist or whatever else yeah it's um yeah i've, I've never come to a point where i've said this is my style and it is this mm-hmm. it's kind of just as i said like growing up being interested in band merchandise traditional tattoos um and also as i say pop culture um, yeah i was brought up <laughs> a lot of kind of pop music as well and um cartoons and a lot of stuff in i suppose adverts and kind of that typical mainstream pop culture where it's yeah. like it's you you kind of it's it's there plain as day like you're getting what you're given type thing hmm um so i guess that's the style just naturally i just think i've always been in the mindset that say traditional tattoos they're black they're bold you've got your outline it sits as it as it is you can leave it like that if you want or you can Mm. just throw a bunch of color in it and that's that's it really i try i try not to overcomplicate it i think that's the main thing i try not to overcomplicate it just keep it simple awesome so how do you come up, how do you come up with um like like new designs and stuff like run us through your like run us through your process of coming up with something new obviously it's easy to think of designs with skulls yeah yeah <laughs> i'll never get sick of skulls obviously as like all well the majority of designers or tattooists and whatnot um so i could literally just think like i did a couple of days ago uh, or yesterday actually it was um garfield with a skull yeah out of his head and i've done lots of designs like that in the past as many other designers have you know it's just that kind of play on i know garfield's like miserable and whatever else but it's kind of that play on cartoon against you know the the, the deathly viable what that you know yeah yeah so is there any like um any other brands or like designers that you kind of like get inspiration from or you know you sort of see something like shit that's you know i kind of want to replicate that or um i never really look and say i'm going to replicate it I'm i don't like... i don't sort of mean like replicate it i just sort of mean like when you see something you're kind of like that's shit hot i'd kind of take aspects of that and make it into something new but can you yeah, kind of get what yeah possibly yeah. there might be say like if i'm say scrolling on instagram or something and i see a cool bit of flash that's like you know a dagger and a swallow or something and 
it might not be something that I've thought about doing that day, but I might say, yeah, let's try a, a swallow and a dagger. Mm. It might be little things like that, or it might be, I, honestly, I couldn't say. It's just a lot of the designs that I do, are, they kind of roll over, if you know what I mean. It's kind of like I, I've done many bulldogs, so I might say, I'll do a bulldog with a skull in its mouth, yeah. or, or I'll do a tiger with a dagger, or, you know, I'll do this pop character with this on it, you know, it's kind of just like mashups constantly. And then every now and again, I'll kind of have something pop in my head like, oh, shit, I've not thought of this before. And this is going to be fun. Hmm. It might be, I don't know, a, a butterfly sitting on a shark or something like that. It might be something completely like I couldn't directly say, oh, I got inspiration from this. Yeah. But I just know that they're two recognizable images and they might look cool together. I think sometimes like from you know, it's my background's in design as well. And oh, what kind of stuff do you do? So I stuck basically I was then graphic design, just bog standard fucking logos and fucking brochures and business cards and shit like that. And I basically got back into just like sketching and drawing and stuff like that. And I was drawing like tattoo style designs and I desperately wanted a tattoo apprenticeship. And that's kind mm. of where I wanted my, my kind of career to go, I guess. Mm. And applied for apprenticeships and apprenticeships and stuff and just never got any. And I was like, got a bit exasperated with it. It's difficult, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. It really, I've... really is. It's so competitive. Really? And um, I had this massive portfolio of work mm. and I was like, well, it's just kind of fucking sitting there. So I was like, same on some t-shirts honestly and it exactly kind of went from when i moved i went for a massive folder of all different flash that i painted yeah and i've always kept on to it just thinking oh you know what that was quite a cool design maybe i'll keep it but mm. when we moved i actually said i don't want any of this anymore there's no need so i was just ripping up you know painting yeah. just thinking it's taking up space yeah so, like you as i grew up i was um kind of stopping and starting apprenticeships hmm. there was like um one shop that i actually started apprenticing in about six or seven years ago um the style of the shop wasn't what i was doing but it was kind of like a a foot through the door you know what i mean like to say yeah hey this is a shop and if if i'm here long enough and they say cool you can tattoo now Hmm. then then that's cool because i've been like even from 16 17 years of age like tattooing friends and whatever else just learning like myself full-blown scratching <clears throat> how old was you when you first tattooed somebody um i think probably about 17. yeah yeah, yeah i was probably... gonna say something like 12 or something <laughs> <laughs> I, might have done, I might have like stabbed myself with a biro or something <laughs> but no that, um... like were you like, did you have like a proper tattoo machine or did, were you like stick and poke things? No, it was a tattoo machine. Like obviously just, just a, an easy eBay type starter kit. And then just learning myself, um, just obviously having friends around me that were already heavily tattooed. So they didn't really care what they were getting. Yeah. Um, but my, my best friend actually now, um, we've been friends for a good, I don't know, 17 years now, maybe. And he's got some tattoos from me 
that's who I was saying was in Cheltenham doing uni. Oh, yeah, yeah. And actually, that night, actually, when I stayed in Cheltenham, I took all of my tattoo equipment with me on on the uh, the mega bus or whatever it was called. <laughs> and I think I got there about midnight and we were like, okay, let's do a tattoo. And I ended up using some like proper shoddy like shader um, needle and just like drilling in some like rows. And he's got, he's got so many funny tattoos that we kind of just laugh about it because there's like a skull that looks like a baseball. Um, <laughs> like a coffin that has triangles around the border. Um, yeah. yeah. And just a load of, yeah, nonsense, but it's all fun, really. But yeah, when it's come to actually being in tattoo shops, it's always, hasn't felt right. I, I don't think there's something about, not that I'm like, uh, what's the word? Not, not because of ego or whatever, but it just doesn't feel natural for me to be told you're doing that right or you're doing that wrong, if yeah. that makes sense. Again, yeah. not literally. I'm so, I'm completely open to criticism and and whatnot. But when it's a definitive, you've done this right, or you've done this wrong, it just feels kind of uncomfortable to me. Mm. But um, which is why apprenticeships, I was kind of focusing mostly on which shop would let me tattoo in, so I could do good enough tattoos, you know, that people can come in and have somewhere to get tattooed, basically. Yeah. Is it, is it something that you'd like to revisit at some point? Yeah. 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 At some point I'm like, I've still got machines and, and whatnot. Obviously it's not the most sanitary setup when you just tattoo in your <laughs> office or whatever. I know it's very, very heavily frowned upon, but, um, you know, if I've, I've got friends near me that don't care for getting, you know, some kind of crazy scars or some shit i don't know yeah <laughs> um yeah maybe in the future yeah i have thought if i was going to set up somewhere it'd, it'd probably be a little private space and just obviously kind of lean on what i've done on instagram basically from my yeah. design and the, the audience and the following that i've built see i always i'm grateful for not pursuing um apprenticeships if that makes sense because i've focused on my design stuff yeah solely um like graphic design and digital art and then mm. i've kind of built up that um platform properly i suppose that does kind of lean into you were saying about developing a style because from say 17 18 it was just painting what you thought was traditional tattoo design yeah. and it's constantly changing you know you might do something and then a couple of years later, you look at a face and you think, what the fuck was that? Mm. Like, what, <laughs> like, what was I thinking at that point and, and whatever? But um, yeah, I suppose now I've kind of got that when I design, I, I'm constantly got that in my head. Like, would this work well as a tattoo? Yeah. So, yeah, absolutely. I'd be more than happy to, to uh, do it in the future. Would you still be doing like your designing now or would you go one or the other? I'd, I'd try and do the designing as well. No, I'd always do. Yeah, always do the same. Just just be as busy as I possibly could without kind of, you know, running myself silly. I have mm. epilepsy as well, so I have to be kind of careful with um, over-exhausting myself. So yeah, there's a lot of things that I can kind of roll with and 
be as busy as I possibly can. Mm. But at the same time, I still have to kind of remember, you know, that it's important to um, have some kind of time to. Yeah, super important. Yeah, basically, because you can't keep bouncing constantly. You know, I've got this design, but I've got two tattoos this week and then I've got to, you know, do this project and then I've got to draw this tattoo for this person. And Mm. I'm I'm always keeping busy. Like I love having designs constantly go every single day, but when it's with tattooing, it's a different approach because you're obviously you're making stencils, you're setting up physical workspaces, you're worried Mm -hmm. about cleanliness, healing, um, uh, rent obviously you've got rent for somewhere and it's just more lot. interactions yeah literally honestly honestly social mm. interactions physical like meeting people face to face which obviously you, you're just doing you, you're putting a needle in someone's skin at the end of the day so you just get on with it but <laughs> at, the same, at the same time it's there's just a lot you know to involved compared to me just sitting doing a sketch on my ipad and then sitting on my you know computer and just busting yeah. mine so yeah kind of on on that then what are your tools of choice um i use an ipad and a macbook so the ipad um i just use for sketching mm-hmm. which i completely underutilize it for such a like good piece of equipment i pretty much solely use procreate to sketch and that's almost entirely what i use my ipad for yeah but it's so so convenient sometimes i'm kind of thinking it'd be nice to go back to like pen and paper or trace tracing paper or whatnot but yeah i feel like there's no need to complicate it because procreate is perfect you've got like your reference images and you can stack them up and um there might be like certain times where I might get say a photo of a scorpion and then say like a photo of a skull and then I can rub out certain parts and place things for my reference yeah. and draw you know, around it. So uh, sketches almost, yeah, always done in Procreate, sent over to my MacBook and then through Illustrator. So I use um, a trackpad to control the pen tool obviously you know about you know pen tools and illustrator and whatnot yeah um but yeah it's just i like to work mechanically i suppose to some extent like i like being able to i know obviously with rasterized stuff if you're doing the full designs on procreate you can you know rub out bits and change certain bits but i like with vectorizing artwork in illustrator and using a trackpad i can <clears throat> control um angle points and i can kind of you know decide to move one tiny bit if i want yeah. or you know just make one line a little more curved or you know mm-hmm. just um building it up that way really so it's just yeah it um, is a lot more difficult to do that in a in a raster program not an Im- impossible really what like what do you mean the kind of like adjustments when you're talking like that if you wanted to adjust a curve on something it's basically just a matter of just drawing it again drawing that line again rather than you know if you if you're working in vector and paths and stuff like that it's so fucking easy to do and i've so i i used to work in a very very similar way to you Mm. um where i would sketch on the ipad 
and then drag it over to Illustrator and then kind of finish it up hmm. on there sort of thing. And, but I was just, you know, similarly to what you said, it was kind of like I just, the, the iPad was just getting underused and I was like, I've got fucking Procreate. It's a brilliant piece of software. Yeah, it and is. I was like, I'm just going to start doing more on it. And I've, I've not entirely moved away from Illustrator because I still use it a hell of a lot, hmm. um, especially as my, my day job as a screen printer. Like I, I have to use it. Um, do you run? Do you run your business, or do you, do you work for yeah. a company? Oh, sick! Yeah, I, I do. I do both. <laughs> so I've, I've, I've got the I've got the brand. I own my own print shop, and then I do a couple of days a week at another print shop, um, a big know. auto shop. Um, so yeah, keeping busy. But yeah, it, it's kind of more recently I've kind of moved more towards procreate and i've also started doing a lot more stuff in photoshop as well it's mm. kind of focusing a lot more on like raster images and kind of doing like half tone work and stuff yeah. um rather than vector art um a lot of really good um like actions and plugins and stuff for photoshop i yeah. used recently um I suppose there was a time where i was feeling slightly stagnant like mm. in my designs and i thought let's switch it up a little bit so i was kind of like grabbing photos and um, running them through like halftone mm-hmm. uh, actions and whatnot and adding some text, like, you know, just just a completely different style. But yeah, there are so many, as you say, like little halftone effects and, and plugins yeah. and things on Photoshop. That's just so much more. That's exactly the stage I'm at where it's like, I was just, you know, the stuff that I was doing, it's kind of like, it is still, still very much along the lines of like kind of the trad tattoo room mm. sort of thing but i just i've drawn it for so long that i was just like i've got to just try something else mm. because i'm just finding i'm getting bored of the stuff i'm drawing even if i think it looks good you know and it's yeah, fair enough. If, if i'm not passionate about it considering i'm designing it or i'm sketching it and then designing it finishing it and then also having to print it as well Mm. was kind of just like yeah I can't be asked with this and then I tried something different the other day did like a um sort of like a you know photoshop design and you know layered up images and stuff like that and half toned it and printed it and I was like oh that was fun yeah like, you know but it's just make it's just about mixing it up it's kind of my 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 style is always going to be rooted in in the mm. tattoo stuff yeah. um I imagine much like you but it's kind of it is nice to just switch it up every now and again and if people fucking like it they like it don't they so yeah man it's more see i've done like as you say in the past with switching it up it's it's kind of um what was i what was i gonna say there was a design i did a while back and it was like an anime style i started seeing more kind of anime looking kind of japanese based art yeah um and i got like an app on my ipad actually that was quite fun actually using looking for more apps to use Mm. for the art as well rather than just having the one to sketch on uh, i was getting say like um figure posing apps um you could choose you know the kind of figure that you use so there was like anime girl you know okay like you could just choose different types of figures um and pose them basically so i'd like pose you know an anime girl holding an axe or something and then mm-hmm. making that into you know something something else and just 
it is fun to do and then at the same time it kind of brings you back to what you're doing because it's, it's at the same time it's it's uncomfortable isn't it <laughs> yeah but i think it's good to be pushed out of your comfort zone every now and again yeah because it does it does end up going a bit stale mm. and it's like i mean not necessarily to the outside world obviously because it's like you know it's very kind of clear what your style is and that but i think when you're doing it all day every day it's just you know it's nice to change it up isn't it yeah absolutely so where and, I, and I, this is a really hypothetical question but kind of where do you kind of see your design career going where do you want it to go where do you want it to end up if there is an answer no not not really just as long as it as long as it keeps me um financially comfortable yeah as long as it you know uh, remove some kind of worry of you know funding your way through life as long as i'm working with you know people that appreciate my work and appreciate working with me then that's all i could ask for really as long as it can take me to a comfortable life that's literally all i can think of there's no there's no end point or kind of obviously i have different um goals i say i might want to work with this company by this year or i might want to you know have this much income by this year or there's always say like targets but there's no point where i've kind of thought this is where i want it to take me if, mm -hmm. if that makes sense yeah fair enough yeah fair enough so um so we've talked about like possibly wanting to become a tattoo artist mm. like, have you ever thought about actually making your own brand like being it being because you've worked with so many i have yeah i have in the past i've, I've put together okay. yeah yeah i've put together quite a few um what i was saying is there's so much involved as you know with um you know ordering and getting artwork prepared and ordering packaging and setting up all your like postage accounts and websites and you know sending out orders and just there's so many things to think about on top mm -hmm. of just hey i've got this design i'll print it as a t-shirt and you know that's it a lot of the time i just I, I prefer the idea of me being able to just make a design for someone and then they're they're better at the uh at the um logistics of of the company if that makes sense so mm -hmm. there's been a lot of times where i've started brands and done it for say, like a year or two and then i just think it doesn't feel right i can't i can't do that many things at once so yeah yeah so do you have do you have teams like in your in your brands do you have like multiple people that work on um no i'm um i'm twisted by it's just me um like when things get hectic um well, i got a few people that can that can help me out but um what do they help with just anything like like packing orders and stuff like that you know mm -hmm. like i get a bit of, like i can sometimes get a bit of help like sewing labels into t-shirts and stuff you know so just stuff that i can stuff to take the load off me so i can like carry on printing and stuff like that yeah man so yeah do you print as well then yeah yeah um yeah yeah me and darcy we both uh we, we both print um 
Yeah, we do everything, don't we? Yeah, so yeah. perfect. Yeah, yeah. It just it just seemed more. Um, I don't want to sound like a control freak, but I wanted to be in control of hundred percent. I understand that one hundred. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, like before I'd um, before I'd started control freak. That doesn't it doesn't have to be like a negative <laughs> thing. Well, it was like before I started the brand, um, like I like first started like influencing and modeling and stuff. So I used to talk to like a lot of brand owners and I just heard so much shit from, uh, you know, from people being like, I'm waiting on deliveries and stuff like that. And I was just sort of like, okay, it's sort of like a no brainer to just take printing, printing into your own hands, like mm -hmm. providing you can actually print. But yeah, yeah. of course. I actually bought um, a heat press a couple of yeah. years ago. I was like, oh, this will be really, um, really beneficial because if I want to just get a few transfers from this place mm. and I can just, you know, um, do them on demand, basically, like if and when. But then there's that thing that I think, you know, I want to do neck prints as well, like neck labels. And what if they don't wash well or it's, yeah. it's easy enough to just say, yeah, I can make this T-shirt and it looks good in a photo, but if you're sending something out and then like a week later, someone says, oh, this, the, this part peeled off. Mm. Oh, it shouldn't have done because they're meant to be good transfers. But I think with that sort of thing, you just have to do enough research, do plenty of like wash tests and stuff like that, just to make sure what, you know, you're actually like, there's a bit of strength in what you're sending out. So yeah. the color is great for that. Yeah. That's who I used. Yeah. They're awesome. That was, I got a bunch of it's amazing stuff man. really really good stuff i mean this this t-shirt super color is it oh, yes yeah it's, it's got loads of gradients in it and shit yeah. and yeah it, it i mean you could have kind of replicated it with screen printing mm. but it was one of those ones it's kind of like it's been designed this well when it printed as is sort of thing yeah, and cool. it was obviously the choice between dtg or super color yeah. and super color for me was just the the way to go especially considering it, I was going to print it on a fucking black stonewash tea. It's like, you know, DTG on dark garments is just a bit crap. But yeah, yeah. I've not had any anything printed like direct to garment, but yeah, I know sometimes for like intricate, say like photos or things like that, it looks awesome. Yeah, if, it, if it's like realistic photos and stuff, but it's, it's, it's like anything really. It's kind of like if they're using a piece of shit equipment, mm. you're going to get a shit product. It's, of course. You know, and it's you know we've had a a, a couple of bits d2g printed one of them was shit because it, they used a shit printer and then the other one was brilliant because they've done properly done their research properly put the time in to see how it works exactly and it came out looking like a screen print yeah yeah um so it was like you know as i said it's like all things it's you know if you're going to use shit you're going to get shit aren't you yeah i think that's i've always had this kind of um uh feeling obviously you know screen printing i would say it's far superior to anything yes as as far as being hard wearing and perfect with your colors and whatnot being able to pick pantone shades and but then yeah. it's things like that with ordering from screen printers i could think oh you know i'll get you know 30 t-shirts or something made up but then you, you're spending you know four or five hundred quid for you know yeah. like free color print with neck print um mm -hmm. and tone matching and then at the same time i'm thinking obviously i i can do designs for other companies mm -hmm. and 
it, it works out more of a profit for me making the designs and selling them than it does to make the product yeah. and sell them. So that's kind of where I make my um, decision on that kind of front yeah. a lot of the time. But um, yeah, screen printing, honestly, super color stuff I'm fascinated by. Yeah. Like, because they send out. I think, think they're about a million quid, their machines who print those. Not really? <laughs> they're, all over. they're all over, aren't they? They've got US and yeah, and is it Australia or something? Yeah, but they're they're absolutely brilliant. Their customer service as well is literally it's second to none. Like their customer care, because yeah. if you order, you know, say you're ordering 20, 20 transfers, they'll send you thirty. Yeah, because it's like they want to make sure you're doing like test prints and stuff like that to make yeah. sure everything's okay. And it's, I've had it before where something was slightly off. Um, I can't remember what it was. I think it was like one of the line weights or something, and it just didn't match the design that had been approved by the by the customer completely. Yeah. And it was like customer probably won't even notice, but it's like I noticed it. Yeah, yeah. I've looked at this design so much because I designed it, and I got in touch with him. I was like, "Look, this is off. I don't know what's happened, but mm. it's you know, it's not not the design file I sent you, sort of thing. It's been mm -hmm. changed in some way, and they were like, "Okay, cool. Send out another batch straight away." And it was there the next day. Wow. And I was just like, so since then, it's kind of like they're very, very high in my in my praise book. And it's, you know, we don't do a lot of super color, like mm -hmm. either with the brand or as a print business, because obviously we're always going to push screen printing because there's there's obviously a lot more in it for us. Um, you know, realistically, with the transfers, we can only charge a pressing fee mm -hmm. and the transfers are expensive enough as it is. You know, they're not cheap. So when that's all taken into account, sometimes it works out more expensive than screen printing. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's like we don't really push it. It's just if we get somebody come to us and it's like a, a 12, 14, 16, yeah, 18 colour design or whatever, and it's got gradients and fucking whatever have you, it's got a super colour is the that perfect design. option. Who did that design? I can't remember his name, actually. It's one of the very, very few in Downcast collection that wasn't done by me. So. Oh, wow. <laughs> Um, Excellent. Yeah, guy, guy in Indonesia. I'll send you one if you want. Oh man, love, I'd love to. That'd yeah. be there's a lot yeah. of there's a lot of artists in Indonesia. Yeah, there is a hell of a lot, really? and a lot of very very talented artists. Yeah, like super it's, talented. Mm, I don't I don't know where they fucking learn it. <laughs> it's kind of like some of the styles that they're doing. It's like I've tried like looking up before. It's like how do you do this style? Or what's it even fucking called? Yeah just can't find it like it's like just next level like kind of um uh real what's the like term for like real um like real like realism yeah real we'll say realism yeah that kind yeah. of like so precise and correct mm. that you just think that must have taken so long and a lot of patience and it kind of makes me feel super unskilled but like i'm just sitting there doing <laughs> some like derpy looking skull like and then busting yeah. out an hour and they're just like you know this this design is some you know woman dancing with a devil with a, a spaceship and lightning bolts coming down from it and i'm like <laughs> they're charging like 50 dollars or something i know like jesus know. christ it's, it's amazing but it's but it's, it's different different cost of living isn't it it's, yeah, you yeah. know that that 50 dollars to them it's probably you know the the two three four hundred quid whatever be the meal yeah, you yeah. would charge for a design yeah it's you know it's probably the same so you know but they're doing fucking great work it's like you know we'll work with a couple of them um mm -hmm. out in indonesia 
Um, and it's not, you know, we've never approached it in a sense of like, oh, we're going to work with them because it's cheap. Hmm. It's just because they're but fucking talented. <laughs> but it is a plus. Yeah, of course it's a plus. As a, as a business, if you can get something cheaper, obviously, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. it's always going to be a plus. But it's because they're fucking talented designers. And it's, you know, we've worked with designers over here and obviously paid full whack the, mm. what the fucking UK going rate is. And it's like, we don't have a problem with that. And we've worked with designers in the States. That's exactly the same thing. And then, you know, I'm, I'm not going to turn around to a designer because they're, if somebody says, oh, this design's 400 quid or, oh, somebody in Asia, Indonesia is like, oh, it's $50. I'm not going to turn around and go, I don't know, I need to pay you more because I know it's worth more because that's yeah, the price they've set for it. Mm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know? it's, if that's enough for them, then it's enough for them. It's, you know, it's not my job to, to say to somebody they're charging too little. It's, you know, if somebody's charging too much, then it's like, oh, well, it's not for us. It's, What's you know, it? I know, I know what I charge for designs. And so with you and your printing as well, obviously, someone might yeah, say, exactly. oh, go somewhere else because they're this much. And you say, yeah, that's yeah. Fine. if you want to go to that place, you know, hmm. you, might, you might pay less and you might get a banging job or you might pay less and get a less than ideal job. But, hmm. you know, you set your prices and that's all that matters. So Yeah, I mean, sure we've, I we've had it from from the brand's point of view we've had it from both ends where it's you know you you, you overpay and the designer under delivers but mm. then in the same breath we've had it where we've massively underpaid and the designer over delivers yeah and it's you know it's just dealing with people in it designers yeah. are people too man <laughs> <laughs> hashtag yeah <laughs> <I can't> <laughs> oh brilliant no, um, that t-shirt though it's, yeah no I'll, I'll send you one mate i'll send you one where's yours from by the way i really like that this is um uh wicked shirts okay. uh, wizard of barge collaboration he does sick stuff um i know wizard of barge he's done a lot of stuff for them and this one in particular is sick it's i think it's only a free color print yeah like, like there's a lot going on yeah it's yeah no extra half tones or anything it's just it just you've got some like dotting to the edge and it kind of fades out and mm. use the negative space it's just it feels like there's a lot going on for such a simple print basically but yeah well, it's smart designing isn't it i think when designers are able to use kind of like the negative space or the shirt color and incorporate yeah. it into the design so it goes from a four color design to a five yeah. that's it's smart designing and it's i think that's one of the main problems i've i've had when i've probably more bought from brands who i later found out were basically just do, just doing dtg printing mm. is prior to sending their designs off to their printers they didn't say it was on a black shirt they didn't remove the black from the design mm. so those dtg printers are printing the black as well and then what you get is the black that's in the design comes through a shiny yeah, that's a shame. On the shirt, and it's just like, oh, that's a bit shit, yeah. isn't it? It's like that just looks a bit crap now. Yeah, it's, it's not like screen printing, is it? Where you you know yeah. you send it with a black background, that that exactly. black is missing if it's on a dark garment, obviously. Yeah. It's, obviously, it's the same if you were saying like with supercolor. If you sent a mm. design with black, I'm sure they'd print it with the black, or yeah. or they might think. Well, I don't know. Even if it was dark garments you're doing it for, they probably would still keep it unless you specifically said, I don't want the black. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah. It's, it would be gutted. It would look a bit um, a bit sad, wouldn't it? Yeah. But yeah. I don't know, like, it was a bit disappointing. 
Yeah. So, um, Ash, I was going to ask, where does your sort of workflow come from? Is it all, is it, is everything on Instagram? And like, what's sort of, like, what, what I'm asking is, what's your, what's your experiences with, with social media? Uh, one, I suppose Instagram is almost solely where my business comes from, almost exclusively from Instagram. And see, I've got a website, I've got a Facebook account, I've got a Twitter account, but it's the same with what I was saying about um, brands. It's you have to be involved and working constantly on all different socials and not just reposting from this place to this place, you know, or just post from Instagram to Facebook and that's, that's easy. It needs yeah. to be like, um, unique content for each thing. And that's mm -hmm. one thing that takes a lot. I'm sure you know, like it's, it, it takes a lot to kind of manage that many um, accounts and mm -hmm. into different audiences when you're, you, you, you don't know the payout that it's going to be, if you know what I mean? Like you mm -hmm. think to yourself, is, is someone really going to find me on Twitter and say, that's a cool design, I'll contact him. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, cause you know, it's almost, it's all, it feels almost foolproof on Instagram. People will see the design and they'll say, oh, I can send a direct message and mm -hmm. yeah. get up quite obviously. Cause they're no doubts. They've got notification settings on. Yeah. So they're quite obviously going to get back to me. Whereas I feel like things like, see, I don't use Twitter a lot, but I know you've got direct messages and whatnot, but something about it just feels distant still. It feels like you're not yeah. quite connected. Yeah. You're just kind of absorbing some, you know, people talking and kind of, I know all social media, you're, you're all um, contributing to the, like the success of the post or whatnot. You're getting the likes and the, the retweets and the comments and whatever, but something about Instagram just feels more like a gallery. I know that's the vibe of the app or was <laughs> it's, yeah it's a gallery people know that they'll go on it they'll see pictures and mm -hmm. contact you so yeah that's that is prominently the uh yeah my work from so and i've never are you, um are you on tiktok at all i've got a tiktok account i've got so many different <laughs> accounts and then i'm just like like if i do say i do something on instagram say i make a reel would i do the same on tiktok would i post the same one yeah or would i do exclusive content for tiktok because then because uh, then what would what would be the point in someone following the tiktok if they're following instagram do you know what i mean or like the people i'd see i don't know are you, are you on tiktok yeah yeah sort of <laughs> yeah i mean i've the, the brand's got an account on tiktok but it's really like at the back of 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 my mind yeah yeah it's just yeah i mean like instagram just seems to be the well instagram is the key and it, it, you know it, it, instagram's the one and that's what i'm sort of keeping my focus on to be honest yeah yeah well the thing obviously apps they're they're um like courses in themselves aren't they mm -hmm. single app you're kind of um learning everything and you think it's the same with gaming actually and i always say this to my wife with gaming, I feel like if I'm going to start playing a game, I've got this thing in my head that I'm thinking someone's already played this. 
and they've already completed it way before me if that makes sense so i'm like um if they know they know it better than i do mm. it's quite it's a complex thing but it's like it's the same with social media so i think i could learn tiktok but i know instagram so well that you know what i mean there's a lot to learn like it's kind of thinking mm. which it's not always a good way to to think but say people on tiktok they know how audiences work they know what what gets engagement they know mm. how the follower list works and how the app functions and i feel like if i'm if i'm learning different apps like tiktok then i'm almost kind of um brushing instagram aside for a little bit kind of saying you sit there for a bit and i've really got to focus on tiktok it's really difficult to kind of juggle all these different apps so again as we were saying earlier it's a comfort thing i think sticking with instagram and i've only just recently had um this switch where i've just thought i don't pay anything for instagram so i'm just gonna play the game honestly how else how how you know it's it's the same thing with like myspace back in the day (laughs) like when you've got like bands and 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 whatever on myspace and the way that you connect with people it's it's foolproof and you know how it's working but then as soon as it switches up you realize just how vital a platform is to your um income and your uh the way that you operate in general yeah i mean we've tried kind of diversifying a little bit in terms of like the platforms we use and stuff and Mm. gave twitter a go that was a complete failure (laughs) that was you know facebook is it's never been how was twitter a failure like what did you i I think it was just more on our part it was kind of we just couldn't figure out how to make it work for the brand Mm. it was just a bit like it just felt like the wrong space um so gave it a bit of a go and it was just yeah i didn't enjoy it and yeah i just just got very very bored of it very quickly and it's like i've never had a personal twitter account Mm. so it was like way back in the day but it was just like kind of depressive ramblings yeah yeah exactly and that's 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 exactly what twitter is in my mind as well it's kind of like it didn't feel the right space for a creative kind of business you know but yeah. we did, you know, we've got a Facebook page. Um, you keep it, up with it. I try to, mm. um, but our engagement on Facebook has never been great. That's you know, I do try and push it, but it's kind of Instagram has always been the key for us. And then we're doing all right on TikTok. Is so, it a similar kind of um, like approach to Instagram, like as far as followers and, and, um, um, and, and does it I feel? Does it feel alien? Does it feel like odd? No, no, it, it doesn't feel alien. It's kind of, I think the only bit of it that feels alien is because we we didn't do that many reels or videos in the first place. Mm. So kind of Instagram changing up and going, oh, we want to be more like TikTok. And it's kind of like, you have to do videos. It's kind of forced us to adapt a little bit. And when that happened, rather than going, oh, I'm going to make reels, I was like, I'm going to have a look at TikTok and see what they're doing and how that works. Because that's obviously where Instagram are trying to push their own platform. Mm. And it just got me into creating videos and it's just like, I've got like all, I can create the content fucking really easily. Like, you know, because I'm printing mm. and it's kind of, there's a lot involved in that side of it. And then there's obviously a lot involved in the, on the design side as well. So it's like, I've got my con- the, whole, the whole process. 
exactly yeah so i've got my my content streams like mm. there and ready to go sort of thing so from that point of view it's not it's not difficult or alien or anything it's mm. just i think from my point of view it's just m- more remembering to do it yeah. um <laughs> like you know I'll, I'll do a massive print run and then go shit i should have filmed that literally uh, texting me afterwards like i fucking missed it like <laughs> shit like oh now i might as well rub this line out and do it again yeah it literally is um i can fully put my hands up and say there's times where i'm like you know i've drawn the design and then i'm thinking oh shit i should have made a reel so mm-hmm. let me just rub these lines out and i'll just get my phone out and just just uh yeah there we go. yeah yeah <laughs> that'll look organic yeah but it's not at all it's, it's yeah. so bizarre and as I, I was posting the other day about how that's how it is now you mm. you've got to perform and yeah. if i have to i don't know i like to i try to not think of it as if you know it's that typical cliche like oh we've got to sell our souls or we've got to sell you know we've got to uh give a piece of us to you know to the corporation or whatever i like mm. to think of it as just me adapting rather than just complaining about something that i don't pay for and yeah, if, i mean it's a t- it's a tool isn't it yeah, absolutely. You just use it. It's you know, if you if you're gonna moan about it, then why are you fucking on the platform? Of course, literally. You know? Yeah, man, it's exactly that. There's, yeah. It gets to the point where, and it is a shame because it's exactly how the majority of things. Not to get too into it, but it's the same with politics, isn't it? You hmm. you you have an idea and you say this is wrong, this is wrong, this is wrong, but what what's actually being done? You know what I mean? It's kind of like you can keep saying this is not working, this is bad, Instagram have done this, or you can just say, you know what, I'm using it and I'll I'll do what they want me to do. I'll dance. <laughs> I'll be the yeah. monkey. But sometimes it's funny. As we were saying, it's good to try think new things. And if you're yeah. making reels and you're making videos and you think, oh, this will be a cool video or, you know, this song will work well with it, it's things that I haven't spent a lot of time doing so it's actually shaking up my creative process and getting me excited i suppose which yeah. when you look at it that way and you think of it as a, a pro rather than someone you know putting you putting you uh in front of them and saying do this for me if mm. you look at it in in a way that they're saying you know this this will help basically then cool have fun with it you know it's what it's about man isn't it it's supposed to social media it's supposed yeah. to be social it's supposed to be fun it's kind of you know i mean to heart back to the days of you know myspace and fucking bebo remember that <laughs> i didn't use bebo much no how old are you two i'm, I'm 30 i'm you're 25 30. you're 25 yeah so i'm 33 so it's, I was I was just on like the the end bit of Bebo. Yeah, it was it was going downhill already, <laughs> and I was like, didn't have any friends, and I was like, I'm gonna I want to have one of those accounts, and then figure it that went on it, and it's like oh, there's nobody on here anymore. <laughs> and then it was Facebook. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it took me about five years to get a Facebook account. I always used to think like, yeah, same. I just Facebook felt like to me like um, I don't know it it felt wrong hmm. it didn't feel like there was any space for creativity or yeah it felt like this is a 
blue and white website. This is your face. Mm. Speak to people. And that yeah. was it really where, where I used MySpace a lot back in the day, there was still that community base, like contribution yeah. with like bulletins and, you know, comments and top friends and whatever. It was kind of, there was that, that group feeling yeah. um, that I still feel from Instagram in some way or another, even though you, it's not, you're not putting out, say like, it's not like Reddit or like a, a forum where you're putting out something and people are getting involved, but then mm. there's at the same time, you've got posts and you've got comment um, threads and whatnot, and you've got replies and everything's there kind of in a similar in a similar format, I guess, but waffle on about social media, but there's just a lot to, <laughs> a lot to, um, to absorb. There's a lot to unpack with it, isn't there? It's, uh, there is. And as you say, yeah. you can either, you know, embrace it or you can just do without it and make yeah. it what you will. So another hypothetical question for you then. Mm. So if you could add kind of one, one thing to your toolbox, whether it be, I don't know, hiring a member of staff to help you or a new piece of equipment, mm. business expertise, whatever, what kind, what would you sort of go with to kind of give your, I guess, career a boost? Probably SEO. Yeah. Mm. That's one thing that I've never fully absorbed myself in, but I know how important it is. Yeah. Um, and I know in how incredibly beneficial it is because we all use Google instinctively. Mm. I'll literally pull up probably eight times out of 10, I'll pull up uh, like Safari on my phone and I'll go da, 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 and I'll type a search rather than a website because it's easier. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. Might type, you know, like Argos and then search and then press the URL mm. rather than type in argos.co.uk. Yeah. So it's like, I know how important SEO is, even if someone just types tattoo t-shirt or tattoo design or something like that, yeah, like tattoo graphic design or yeah, anything like that, really like, mm. uh, you know, colorful illustration or just anything's like that. I know that it's an absolute art in itself, uh, SEO yeah. and linking. I don't know if you've got, do you two both get I've, I've dabbled in it so when kind of in the early days of my i guess graphic design career i dabbled in like website building um so did all like the back end stuff and you know html css and stuff like that, and i kind of learned quite a lot about seo from that side of it but in terms of like seo for kind of um you know i guess like website builder web websites like mm. Shopify, like CRMs, basically, um, like Shopify, like fucking Wix and everything. It kind of. What does CRM go? Second. What does CRM stand for? I've never heard that. Oh fuck! It will come to me. It doesn't matter. Yeah, we'll search. Let me just Google. <laughs> yeah, go on, Google it for me. We go. We'll literally put the. Uh, oh, that's really my relationship management. What's that? That's my relationship management. <laughs> Is that not? No, no, that's what the first about. thing I got when I typed in Google. Yeah, customer relations manager management. Customer relationship management. I suppose that kind of is. No, hang on. Laughing, Hang on, hang on. 
I'm, I'm going to Google it. I don't think it's CRM. <laughs> I think I've got the letters completely wrong there. <laughs> it makes sense though, customer relation management, because they, they manage stuff for you. And a lot of those website builders have... Yeah, that's a good point, actually. What's that? Just the point you're making. CMS. 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 That's what I'm looking for. Yeah. Content management systems. Oh, okay. Um, so that's like, you know, your WordPress... Shopify, Wix, that mm. sort of thing. That's all um, always done. I've, yeah. never, I've never built a website from scratch. It's always like even yeah. how I use Squarespace, um, and then just just tweak it and you know add a add your own domain and yeah. Obviously, you like to you know put titles or descriptions for pictures and try to make it match with mm -hmm. other pages or whatever. You, you do but i know there's such a fine art with like proper seo management that it's something that i think could benefit me massively like yeah we were just saying about instagram being the main platform for for a uh, business i think i've got the website but that's more of like a like a branch of instagram it's almost hmm. it's, it's, it's almost just to keep it uh, as a an entity it doesn't really you know it's it's cool to have a website but at the same time yeah. kind of i'm not other than like a bio just putting mm -hmm. like a, you know i do this and i've worked with this people and this is me and the contact form there's not much difference to what you're already showing on like instagram or your um links that you might put in your in your profile on instagram yeah um so is, is your website more of a digital portfolio then basically it just pulls yeah. from instagram <laughs> oh, it? Oh, right, right. you go on the home page yeah. from the instagram feed mm -hmm. so it's just just got a bunch of tiles um mm -hmm. with the designs from instagram and then it's i think it's got like a contact page about page just your really generic like it's only like three four pages just of yeah you know, a contact form and then yeah like about page where it's just a picture of me with hello you know exactly how we started the chat like hello my name is ash price and i do this and this is this but you know at the same time it, it could work obviously some people go on the website and they think oh that's cool that's good to know yeah yeah but at the same time with instagram we were saying about reels and um putting that kind of that character and that um fun behind reels and your posts and stuff i feel like you almost absorb a bit of a bit more of what someone is about through that um so websites feel proper but for now my website is just an extension so i think if i if i was to focus or have someone focus on the seo for me i think it could probably be quite beneficial yeah do you, get, do you get a lot of work for your design stuff through like google or me yeah yeah I, I don't do much design work anymore oh no i mean like for for like the printing oh what well, for for my print business mm. i can't say for certain to be mm. really honest it's we rank quite highly with google mm. um in terms of if you search for screen printers sussex or screen printers bird of area sort of thing i think we're second oh, that's um, cool. a, a, ahead of a few of the the bigger shops around here that's it. Um, it did you purposely like yeah. um you didn't no, no no i, I kind of I, I applied what i'd learned 
yeah but i didn't really go into it and go oh what can i do to make the seo better it was kind of just like i just felt that i did everything as as basically as i could but correctly Mm, um so it was you know like you know with your meta tags and your alt tags on images and stuff like that and in the back end of everything and it just seems to have worked and updating the website fairly regularly making little tweaks and stuff like that that's a difference as well does it like constant refreshing not not constant changing but kind of just refreshing every now and again and just keeping it I suppose kind of a bit you're active and just exactly it's not just some stale website from five years ago or whatever exactly yeah well, I, don't um, know. I don't know if my website shows up i know if obviously if you search my name it, it will come up with the website but yeah uh, you kind of have to know that information I know yeah there's a digital currency called Ash now, apparently. So, <laughs> someone type Ash <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah, you're not going to show up in the first 20 pages after that. Uh, um, <laughs> my Instagram page is the fifth one down. So that's so that's weird. Like, our, so if I go onto Google and I'm in Downcasts, like all of Downcasts information will come up, but our social media, so our Instagram page doesn't come up until like the third page. And I oh, can't really? figure out why. There's Ooh. another brand who started like fucking last year or something. Okay. Um, and they show up before us, like mm. their Instagram page shows up before us in the Google search. And I'm just like, how does that fucking work? I was like, I've had what? this account for like fucking like six years now. Yeah. Like, you know, everything else is showing up, but everything from the Facebook page, which is, you know, not really that active mm. to you know, to, to our fucking LinkedIn and our obviously main website and stuff like that. And I just can't figure out why. It's really, really irritating. I was like, I want this other fucking brand to piss off to the third page. Um, <laughs> Maybe, yeah, just, our, it's our fucking name. Yeah, you just want to swap places. And if they're like, say, third third page, then you're happy. Mm. But <laughs> if it's kind of before your results, then, you know, especially when you're, are you more active than that account or? Yeah, yeah. So you you yeah. you'd think it it naturally sort mm. itself out, but you know you never know. Yeah. It might be are they new or if, it might be like a, they've been around for probably I don't know what well, I came across them about maybe a year year and a half ago. Mm. I don't think they've been going much longer than that. I mean we're a fair bit bigger than them as well. That's why it doesn't quite make sense. Yeah, of course. Um, but I don't know. That's what it is. It's the confusions of SEO. And yeah. Absolutely yeah. fine art in itself. So yeah. Long long uh, long answer short, SEO yeah, I think is very important. <laughs> no, it's it's cool, man. It's a it's a really, really good answer. And it's we've not genuinely not had an answer like that before. It's kind of the other answers of that we've had from other guests is because the majority of other brands that we've spoken to are kind of printers. Mm. so they're like oh i'd upgrade this piece of equipment or i'd add a member of staff or i'd you know i want a, a million quid you know it's, oh well, yeah so like the, 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 the seo the seo side of it I changed my really, answer. yeah <laughs> get the checkbook out rig yeah i quite like i'm writing loads of checks according to yeah, you yeah yeah i know you, you've written one for wet wides uh you've written one for somebody uh, else now one. ash yeah they're, yeah they're the one of the last brands we had on oh okay Really, 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 really cool brand. Sick. What, and you, you writing checks with either the million pound? Oh, yeah, no, no. Darcy just uh, keeps telling everybody, I'm going to give him a check. So 
if you would like a check. Yeah, mate. Yeah, I'll, I'll take a check and a t-shirt. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll probably bounce, but... I'll just I'll just have it in my hand. I'll just flex it on Instagram, even if it bounces. Yeah. <laughs> so, You'll yeah. be getting DMs being like, where's my check? Yeah, exactly. Maybe I'll put like a 50 cent music over it or something. <laughs> oh. um, so kind of final question of the, uh, I guess, the, the, the formal bit, if you want to call it that, um, is if you have one, what achievement are you kind of most proud of in your time being a designer so far? Um... Obviously, you touched on kind of goals of wanting to work with certain people yeah there's been a few see this is another one what i was saying about you thinking like you know i know i'm going to come here and talk about my design work so i'm thinking i've never really thought of an answer as such obviously you have it in your mind but then when i say i've really enjoyed working for this company or this person i feel like it almost pushes other clients aside if that makes mm. sense so yeah, yeah, it always feels kind of um wrong to say not not because i'm not proud of mm. people um that i've worked can, with. can i can i reformulate my question then yeah so when when you were kind of i guess starting out mm. what was the first kind of client or moment that you went Fuck, I'm doing all right here. Uh, Dead Mouse. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah. That was that was quite random, actually. Um, <laughs> yeah. I've done a lot of stuff for um, clothing brands, and it was probably a good two, three years or so into like selling designs for for people, like to people. But it, yeah, it was just a random email, and it was not not from him like directly but like a management company yeah want you to do this design for you know a client of ours um basically you've got to um sign this release or this um nda yeah what's that one (laughs) non-disc non-disclosure agreement i know that one yeah that'll be it (laughs) i like to learn so yeah basically sign this nda and I was like, all right, cool, signed it. And then they let you know. So it was like a really, rather than people just saying, can I have this design? And I say, yeah, send this on PayPal. I send them designs and they get it printed. It was like a, a moment where I thought, I, I have to be proper about this now. Something yeah. about this feels professional, <laughs> like having forms to sign and having um you know i can't talk about this design until it's been released yeah and it was kind of yeah it was it was kind of odd but i never actually spoke to him directly but it was um a couple of designs that i did for him that he released as merchandise um so yeah that was cool so awesome it was interesting because it was a different way of yeah um so yeah i'd say world the whole corporate thing isn't it yeah, and because you're thinking, obviously, you know, he's a he's a DJ and he does his stuff, and you know, he's obviously incredibly, um, incredibly popular and uh, talented and rich and, and whatever. Well, yeah, I, I imagine so. 
But at the same time, you're thinking, this is like, um, I don't know, I can't remember where I was going with it. But yeah, basically, it was cool. So <laughs> yeah, Fair enough. Awesome yeah. answer, mate. Love that. Yeah. Love that. Um, do you have any questions for us? Do I have any questions for you? I feel like we've been having questions back and forth anyway. <laughs> um, will you print me some t-shirts at some point? Print you some shirts? Yeah. We'll, we'll both print you some shirts. We can hold one end of the squeegee each. And... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, man, that sounds beautiful. Yeah. We can make a reel. Yeah, exactly. We're, we've actually got... We're actually going to do that. <laughs> well, we, we were talking like, the other day. Literally um, both of us holding the squeegee at the same time to, to print. We're going to make a reel out of it. So, <laughs> so the, uh, you know, you know the pottery scene in Ghost? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so with the, the music and everything and like really soft lighting and, you know. Yeah. But we, were, we were going to do it as because we've, we've kind of intended to do a, a tea for the brand, for, for the brand social podcast. Mm. and basically do it as a downcast collab twisted wire tea sort of thing and just send it to all the guests that come on yeah, yeah. um as a sort of thank you and stuff um that's fun but yeah thought we could make a a, a shitty funny reel out of it yeah mate um, yeah absolutely that sounds fun yeah. what's, what's the song in in that i've no idea absolutely probably, no clue probably like, <laughs> just, probably like power ballad like yeah probably like share ruben's, like ruben's thinking yeah. Go, go on, Rube, you know your share. No, I'm no I'm hungry eyes. Yeah, I thought Let's have a look. Song in there. It, it is that a song? Is it actually? Yeah, it is hungry eyes, isn't it? Is it actually? Yeah, I swear Google it now. I swear to God, I was He's just got, thinking oh, it's not it. It's coming up unchanged melody. Um <laughs> <laughs> I would love it if it was though. I really hope it is, otherwise I've made myself like a massive twat. <laughs> I've already done that with no, CRM no, and CMN. Hungry eyes. <laughs> That's your other favourite film, Rube. Yeah, uh, Hungry Eyes and Dirty Dancing. Right. Right. So, Fair well, similar time. They probably came out like very close to each other. Yeah. <laughs> They've both got their kind of epic scenes. People know, even if they haven't seen the films, I haven't seen either, yeah. but evidently, I know the song. Yeah, yeah everybody <laughs> knows the song. Yeah, I, I, to be honest, I think everybody knows that scene as well. Yeah, but so, mate, we're gonna have to, we're gonna have to do it like frame by frame, you know, like you hang out as well. Like, do you meet up? And... Um, we're we're trying to build once... it as much as I can. Um, um, it, he turns up at my house sometimes. I'll just yeah. turn the lights yeah. off. Yeah. <laughs> like, you just see, like, Darcy's got, um, like, frosted windows, and you just see, like, a couple of handprints come up every now and again, like, mate. Titanic. Mate. <laughs> I know that, doesn't That would be, like, steamy, wouldn't it? That'd be up all way around. Yeah. We've met in person. The ones. I mean, we speak fucking every bloody day, probably. But um, yeah, you know, you know, it's every day. Don't say probably. You know it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably fun. every day. But you, you like call and you like message and more or less. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's more Rube always calling me. How did you meet? Uh, I uh, like four or five years ago, wasn't it? Like four years ago. 
Yeah, I um, I messaged Dar- Darcy looking for some free clothes. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, well, no, I, I used to be um, I used to be like a, an influencer and stuff like, yeah. a, like a clothes model. Um, so and we originally started talking through that, um, and then I don't know, sort of like twelve or thirteen months ago, like we started chatting again. Um, just because, like you know, we uh, I've now I had twisted wire um so yeah just become mates for it really so yeah yeah it's good yeah isn't it mate friend friend (laughs) bring print a friend improving friend and friend (laughs) friend that's cool though i have i have obviously people on uh instagram and well just instagram that you kind of like other designers that you just kind of keep in touch with Mm. without realizing it Mm. um none that we've you know taken it you know as as you as you are like you know into a friendship but like you kind of have that mutual connection with some people they're not just Mm. someone that you follow and they follow you it's someone that you you get like even if it's just the odd you know there's there's companies that i've worked with and you'll just kind of you'll understand um you know say difficult times or you'll kind of agree on things that look sick or mm. you'll kind of encourage each other's like you know personal lives and mm. congratulate on certain things so i suppose it is like you know friendships to some extent but it's cool mm-hmm. to have like taken that to another level and actually put you know put it put it together your knowledge together and your um characters into you know something yeah. different it's we're, um, you both done podcasts yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um we're, we're gonna hold hands next time we see each other i think that'd be lovely yeah. i'd be disappointed if we don't yeah well you've said it oh. now yeah. <laughs> are, we, are we gonna in, interlock fingers or are we just gonna hold like that i think you should interlock fingers i think that's a little more um a little, uh, little bit more personal, maybe. Yeah. I can't bit get more, away. A bit more intimate. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, we just two put our hands together. <laughs> yeah, glue. Just use glue. Yeah, just get some fucking Gorilla Glue. It'll be all right. Yeah, fucking hell. <laughs> Turning board well, Anyway, um, so last section we've got is just a few random questions for you. Mm. Um, then we'll let you get off and enjoy the rest of your evening. Mm. Um, Rube, do you want to kick off? Um, yeah, so what's the dumbest way you've ever hurt yourself? Ooh, so I've got quite a quick answer for that. Um, I was uh, probably about 19 and I was playing in bands like we were touring and I was um, doing a show. I was very drunk and feeling quite confident and there was a security guard that was outside, you know, we're chatting and, you know, we're having fun. And then we kind of, it was probably more, you know, when you're drunk and you think, oh yeah, we had this great time and we were playing this game. It was probably just me being drunk and saying, I can do this. But (laughs) I I recall it as we were like messing about and having a dance off. Um, And then I tried to do like a one-handed, like um, cartwheel handstand type thing. Um, And I just basically, put my hand down like this and landed, just pushed my thumb 
my whole weight just straight into my thumb so it's it's broke um it's it works now but yeah i, I broke my thumb and i was just basically like screaming I, I went behind um someone in the band i went behind the merch stand and i just said to him i i've seriously hurt myself i think my my thumb's broken but obviously i'm like super drunk and i'm like not really coherent so yeah. i'm broken they're like, oh, I'm in so much pain. Oh, I think I broke my thumb, and he's just like, yeah, like, mm. oh no. <laughs> but yeah, that was uh, stupid. So I gotta say, for our listeners, that was a much more fun, funny way of breaking your thumb. Um, well, anyway, how else do you break your thumb? I don't know. Hit it with a hand. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, I mean, and if you're not doing one-handed handstands, how do you break your thumb? <laughs> uh. Ruben, Ruben put it up his bum and twisted it. Fucking hell. No, like, <laughs> no, 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 no. Thumbs are all right. Hold the arm up there. <laughs> How would you twist it? How would you twist huh? this up? Like, surely that'd be a bit awkward. Who knows? No, he, didn't, he didn't go into detail. Oh, right. He should do. No, I just, no, I just showed him instead. Yeah, <laughs> fucking hell. Well, watch this, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you can make that a common thing for your podcast. Like again, da, 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 and then you just turn around. <laughs> but anyway. Well, it's Ruben showpiece time. Break <laughs> <laughs> my thumb. <laughs> it's called um... the thumb breaker. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the thumb breaker section. Ruben and the thumb breaker. <laughs> We got like a mask and everything for this part. If you like, well, well, like mask a wrestler. Yeah, exactly. you, might want a mask. you might want a mask. Just keep it, keep it a bit anonymous. <laughs> yeah, it's like, like it'd be like, hang on, guys. Like I'll run out and then like mask, <laughs> the mask it's and I'll go back out and be like, <laughs> be like you never guess who I just bumped into. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't what you done. He was just here, was he? <laughs> no, I just, I just went to grab a sandwich. Now there's some random guy sticking his thumb up his bum. <laughs> yeah, anyway. <laughs> so yeah, that's the way I hurt myself. <laughs> Fucking hell. Oh, fuck. Done me that. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> which, um... we're going to have that image for the rest of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it was wrong. <laughs> Why did we say that? <laughs> God. <laughs> anyway, let's let's <laughs> just think of me um... doing handstand again. <laughs> but yeah. Um... Would, would you rather have a thumb up your bum? <laughs> would, <laughs> oh, would you rather have sausages for legs or steaks for hands? Sausages for legs. It <laughs> 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 doesn't really follow on, does it? No. That's a bit tiny. <laughs> <laughs> fucking crying. That's a bit. <laughs> oh, go on, Ruth. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
you have to get a crayon, what colour would it be? Uh, red, so I could imagine it was strawberry. Okay. They're all going to take the same, but... I don't, I don't know. know, like, blue ones are always better. Why? <laughs> blue ones are always better. <laughs> Um, <laughs> no, actually, can you get white ones? Yeah. Yeah, yeah maybe if you use white, because then it wouldn't stain your teeth as much. Yeah. <laughs> that point. That's a bad shout. They're all going to taste the same, so... Uh, yeah. Um, how many... Um, <laughs> how many How many chickens do you think it would take to overpower Reuben? Uh... I don't know. Do you, do you run fast? Do you do you mind injuring animals? No, I can't. Man, like I go up the stairs in my breath. I can't, I can't run for <laughs> shit. Maybe, maybe like three. <laughs> <laughs> I think if I have three chickens like going at me, I'd be like, "Fuck!" You probably like. I would. I wouldn't like to injure them at all. But you'd like run away and you. would It'd be quite overwhelming, wouldn't it? <laughs> overwhelmed by <laughs> That's what you mean by chickens. overpowering. Like, do you mean like tackling no, you the ground? No, like, yeah, physically overpowering. Oh. How many chickens would oh, it take? Oh, like overpowering. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, because they don't weigh a lot, do they? <laughs> nah. How much does a chicken weigh? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> what you like, two kilos? Huh? Something like that, maybe. Like two kilos, maybe. <clears throat> so, how much do you weigh? We're gonna get. We're gonna get. Um, it's gonna get mathematical. Uh, yeah. How much do you weigh, roughly? If you weigh oh, like. Shit, what, I don't know. Twenty kilos or something. Thirty kilos. Yeah, maybe. I got no idea. I'm gonna say <laughs> fifteen to twenty chickens. What do you reckon? So I, re I, I reckon I could fuck twenty or fifteen or twenty yeah. chickens. Yeah. You could fuck them. <laughs> Easy. <laughs> no, I'm not going to fuck them. I'm going to go on my ass. No, fuck them up. <laughs> fuck them up. That's Wait, the second maybe. part of the trick. Yeah. I'm not pop out a chicken. Oh, no. That's enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's enough. Let's put it But 20 oh, chickens, they're doing their full shit, like flapping their arms and stuff. Uh, I imagine there's quite a lot of force. So. Maybe yeah. if we're all doing it at the same time, even in one direction, then I think, a coordinated should... chicken strike. Yeah, I think we should try it. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I'm gonna take you. I'm gonna take you to a farm when you're down here. I'm next sure. ep next episode. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> next like... episode, Rube's gonna fight off chickens. <laughs> yeah. Peter oh. would have something to say about that. Wow. <laughs> Oh, well, so next question. Yeah. Are aliens real? Yes. Why? Why not? <laughs> <laughs> because we're real. Fair enough. Yeah. Can, can you imagine if it's just us? Be That'd be fucking wild, wild boring, wouldn't it? Mate, there's no way at there's all. No, there's no way no. there's us. No chance. No, absolutely not. Absolutely. Like, what sort of aliens do you think are out there, though? Like, do you think they're like little green men or like? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. 
don't know. <laughs> I, I think more of like organisms and like um, yeah, yeah. Say like planets, there might be like little um, like I don't know. I suppose they're not what we understand, are they? They might be like plant, animal things, which would be, I suppose considered aliens. I don't know. Mm. Well, well, there's obviously intelligent life forms elsewhere because yeah, it's got to be in there. Yeah. yeah i like sometimes i like to um it's like equal parts comforting and uh is, is paranoid a word or para like, paranoia paranoia paranoying <laughs> like, like it's, it's as equal like it's as equally common as it is like terrifying yeah terrifying to think of our like being as being a simulation like being watched on by other life forms yeah they, like like a, like a tv show like oh this like Truman. yeah basically because yeah. i i believe in like you know um spirituality and yeah the law of the universe and just like manifesting and i think when you think of like you say oh you know i want this thing in life and you think about it enough and you connect then it will be honored like they'll say oh there's this there's this one little chap in this place on this planet and he wants this so let's do that for him but he has to work it out um in this series of uh puzzles <laughs> like a like a mean alien santa no no, I'm thinking more like um, you know, like an ant farm. Like yeah. when you're kind of like, oh, I want this ant to go into this hole, so I'm gonna uh, right. lock yeah, in yeah. a hole and then put like a piece of food here. So if he wants the food, he's gonna have to go here to here. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. But where we're, in, you know, uh, Mate, there's literally like word for word. That's how we think. <laughs> what? I said, but like word for word, what you just said. That's like how I think. Yeah, sick yeah 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 man it's fun i like there's a good question because the answer to is there aliens it's what what is an alien and then i suppose yeah. go from that but yeah there yeah. is aliens what do you reckon what do you what's your mate literally like what you've just what you've just said is like say the exact same like, opinion as what yeah. i've got yeah fair yeah That's, maybe yeah. Maybe we know. It's, it's impossible for us to be the only life forms in the fucking universe, galaxy, whatever. It'd be sad, wouldn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah, yeah. I can never, ever, ever comprehend what what there is or what there isn't. Mm. So it's, at, well, obscene, isn't it? The amount of stuff. Mm. Yeah. Should I have a listen to... Uh, episode uh episode seven we're wet wired that was all about aliens and paranormal shit and everything yeah, yeah really really sick episode that it was yeah that's my vibe so yeah, yeah <laughs> check them out mate they're, they're a really really cool brand really nice guys as well yes. um got a lot, yeah, lot of time well. from sick um so my last uh my last random to you is um uh, if you could pick any robot from any movie to be your lifelong companion who would it be Hmm. Don't know. A lot of robots in films are annoying, aren't they? <laughs> you think like Wally. What does Wally do? 
They find shit, Ooh, man. Sick, man. He, re- yeah, but... he retrieves. He's basically a dog. Yeah, but I don't... What do you need him to retrieve? Like, I can just pop down to Sainsbury's if I want something. Yeah, if you want some to Sainsbury's. And Sam Wally. <laughs> can you get my shopping? Like... Yeah, yeah, but... <laughs> He'd probably get kicked out of the shop before he was allowed to roll about <laughs> chucking shit with his self scanner. Like, maybe <laughs> <laughs> like this isn't right. Who sent you? <laughs> C3PO is annoying. He's quite a friendly yes. chap, isn't he? He's like he's quite considerate, but he's a bit um, a bit scatty. That's the word. Yeah, might be a uh, bit. R2D2. R2D2 is pretty sick, but I think the noise annoys me. Yeah, and he's like, oh, yeah. and he couldn't, he couldn't, he couldn't go upstairs either. Yeah, true. Um, it's actually, I watched the film recently. Um, uh, Robot and Frank, or Frank and Robot. Have you seen? Oh, it? I know which one you mean. Yeah, um, I think it's Robot and Frank. I get laugh. Okay, I'm, I was just about to pick up my phone again. <laughs> That's what I mean. Google. It's literally yeah. everything. Um. Yeah, Robot and Frank, and it's uh, that's a pretty sick robot because it's like it's not too far in the future, but it's um, he's meant to be some kind of like companion type. He he will like cook and kind of remind you to exercise, kind of like a physical embodiment of like Siri and stuff like that, but actually doing stuff for you. So you know you can kind of cook or in the actual film the guy teaches who's like an old old guy <clears throat> that um he's living on his own he's got like dementia or whatever and he's his son brings him this robot to kind of keep him company and he's obviously well against it and he's like no i don't need robots blah 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 and then because he's he's been in the past convicted of like theft and like some high profile theft like he's been in prison and whatever and he he realizes that this robot can learn ways of like locking uh picking locks um working out yeah like working out little things and he becomes almost like his right hand man in these crimes that sounds sick yeah so honestly it's a sick film it's kind of like borderline funny but it's more it's like a like a thriller drama type have you seen it? I don't you, I don't no, know. no, 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 I haven't seen it. <laughs> I only watched the name, but I haven't watched it. No, I only I, I saw it a couple of months. Uh, a couple of months, yeah, maybe a couple of months ago. Um, but yeah, it's a good film. But possibly that robot, because <laughs> because it just kind of adapts and um, as far as artificial intelligence goes, it understands. I, I don't know individual needs or whatever. Yeah. What about you? Have you ever... I don't know. Think, I don't know. There's a lot of robots, but I can't think. I reckon I'll probably go with Ultron, to be honest. Fair enough. I don't know much about <laughs> There's no Ultron alien, though. No, no. He's um, uh, the AI that Tony created, isn't it? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, I'd, I'd obviously go, he's I'd, a dead. I'd go with Jarvis, then. Would that be considered? Oh, a... I want to go with Jarvis. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Friday. <laughs> considered a robot I right. suppose it's, I suppose it's built into a unit isn't it yeah, yeah. That's true. <laughs> I always if think fa- fa- failing that mobile failing that I think I'd go for if I if I could control it anyway 
<laughs> would be um, the robot from iRobot. Yeah, fair Funny. enough. I haven't seen that film in absolutely years, but fucking awesome film that. Yeah. Or the Iron Giant. That'd be oh, fun. mate. Oh, ah. quite fun, wouldn't it? Yeah. It's like stamping about and you're just like swinging about. Shit, I forgot about that. Yeah. Oh, that's a throwback and a half. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even know. Yeah. Was that like its own thing? Was it DreamWorks? Was it? Yeah. Uh, I can't remember. I know it's a long, long time ago, but I don't really recall much details about it. I just know there's a massive. Yeah. And that'd be quite fun. (laughs) I need to watch that again. Like, it's a shithole film. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. iRobot is as well, though, to be fair. Yeah. 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 Actually, another idea. (laughs) You know, those like the things in Star Wars with the long noses and the guns. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They what are they called? I forget what they're called. But that... oh, like the, like the, what, what, like the wheels? Yeah, where they like curl up. <laughs> run, like, yeah, that'd be quite good for like security, I suppose. I don't know how much they. Uh... They're, they're basically like the the Dobermans of the robot world. Yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah, they've got that kind of image as well, haven't they? Like that. Yeah. That dog. Yeah. <laughs> dog look. <laughs> um right last few from us mate um if you weren't doing what you're doing now mm. what do you think you'd be doing um i'd be a full-time florist because my my mum um has been a florist for like over 40 years oh wow and i always worked in her florist shops and i still help her out every now and again for um for weddings um, oh, nice, I do wedding flowers <clears throat> with her, um, so yeah, I, I imagine naturally, I've I've learned floristry as I've grown up. So that's awesome. floristry, I imagine. That's really yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which brands would you like to see on the pod? Strike gently. That'd be fun. Strike gently. <laughs> I do a lot of stuff with them, like pin badges, and Charlie's really funny. And he's a really nice guy as well, um, like super friendly, super humble, and he's just got a very good personality. So I reckon he'd he'd have some fun. I know there's there's a couple other people that work with him, but I'm, I've never spoke to them. I've only spoke to Charlie. Who else? There's there's a lot of brands I work with that I am good with, say like friends with, Cousins Collective. Um, that's run by a couple yeah um and again very nice very nice people hard working they do a lot of their own embroidery as well um, if not all of it um <clears throat> again manufacturing side of it as well um mm-hmm. they you know very very good good people um who else i'm doing a lot of stuff at the moment with a brand called chip shop um oh, yeah. which is James, who runs the brand, mm. um, he, I know they make a lot of stuff in house, like mm. super hard working. They're, they're always on the go. Yeah. Like literally I'll see, you know, oh, we've got this product out now and, um, we're doing this project and, you know, Jim will message me and say, we want this design and I'll go, okay, cool. Mm. We do the design literally days later, they've got it made up on 
in like embroidered hats or t-shirts and so, yeah so they do a lot of their stuff in-house yeah um as well so as far as kind of that that turnaround of ideas and manufacturing and all the socials as well i assume there's a, a bunch of different people that are involved in the the marketing and the social media and, and manufacturing as well but um yeah i think i think that's uh you know that's a vibe <laughs> wicked um, no they're a cool brand man really cool brand where can people find you instagram mainly <laughs> as we said yeah ash price underscore i do have twitter and facebook as well but you're not going to get much from that if i'm being honest with you yeah you'll you'll just kind of come to a bit of a um a wormhole of reposts so as far as like new content reels kind of like a new approach to my my art mm-hmm. creative outlet that's probably the best place to be i'd say awesome wicked awesome, man take it away rube wicked and lastly what is the meaning of life love nice we haven't had that one yet yeah and love i like it yeah it's a good that's like that. that's the fundamentals of everything without <laughs> that you ain't got much have you you got nothing love for something any anything yeah. whether yeah. it's love for you know a craft an object a person love for life itself it's absolutely essential i think that's yeah. the meaning of life anyway yeah i like that no, no right wrong answers there mate yeah it's, no, uh, but it's a very very good answer i like that i really yeah. like that Thank Wicked. you, thank you so much for coming on and chatting to us, mate. We really, really appreciate the time. And uh... it's been a lot of fun. I didn't know what to expect because, as I said, it's the first like um, chat that I've done in this kind of way. Yeah. And usually, I've, I'll kind of say, "Oh, you know, it's not really something that I that I do." But um, it is again what we were talking about: comfort zones, and just you know, even if you know there's that kind of imposter syndrome anxious feeling you know what if i don't come across as this or this or if Mm -hmm. i don't explain it like this or this but it's fun and i think actually just having a chat and kind of understanding who who we are yeah it's important i think yeah, yeah, that's what it's about, man. That's what it's about. Is we literally just want to chat to awesome people. We're not trying yeah. to get fucking trade secrets or anything like that. It's just having a chat with fucking yeah. cool people. Yeah, They're doing similar shit to what we're doing. And also yeah. get some free t-shirts. And that, mate. Yes. And that. <laughs> yeah, we'll stay in contact. Plenty. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, man. I'll um, I'll, I'll ping you a message after this. And yeah, yeah all sorts of absolutely. I'm looking. F- I'm looking forward to seeing it put out, put together um and yeah thank you very much thank you mate good to meet you both and you man you too man really good to meet you uh yeah we'll catch up soon okay have a good one bye mate bye mate bye bye